Welcome to The Rhythm Reset. This is founder and head coach Alexis Greco, and I am so excited that you are here today. We are officially into week three, and remember, within the program, we are going to be diving deep into the three foundational components that we believe it takes to create your rhythm, and that is personal development, home and business management, organization and planning. And by the time you have finished the Rhythm Reset program, you will have been given the skills necessary to successfully create your own rhythm within your home and your business. So with that, let's jump into week three. We're going to continue our discussion on how to be the right person. So we're going to look specifically at two of those 10 qualities that it takes to become a great leader, strategy and responsibility. Now, why strategy? Because here in our world of the Rhythm Reset, we believe that you can find a rhythm in your life when you leverage systems, meaning you are strategically using systems in your life so you can live out your priorities and your values. And why are we looking at responsibility? Because personal responsibility is being accountable for your own actions, including the strategies you set in motion in your life, business, and in personal. Now, as we are spending our time together today, I really do believe that when you become a person who is strategic and responsible, you will also become the person who has the skill set to set SMART goals for your life, personally and professionally. So let's first start with ways that you can become a strategic person so that you can do the correct activities that will help you reach your goal. So what does it mean to be a strategic thinker, a strategic person? To be a strategic thinker, means that you are evaluating situations in your life. You are asking, am I doing the right tasks? You are analyzing opportunities and problems. You are taking a broad perspective and you're analyzing the impact that your decisions will have on others around you. Now, on a daily basis, whether personal or professional, you will come up against multiple decision-making and problem-solving opportunities each and every day. So to become a strategic leader would mean you perhaps start looking at these opportunities in a different light. So let me give you an example. If being a strategic thinker means that you are asking if you're doing the right tasks, Here's how that could look in your everyday life as you're home with your kids. Let's say you have a big project you're working on for work. Maybe you are refreshing an onboarding system or recording a course. And also at the top of your to-do list is to organize the guest bedroom closet because it's busting at the seams and you have company coming in next week, right? So those are your top two tasks to do today. And there is a timeline of, today that they must be completed, one, because you need to submit your onboarding process to your virtual assistant first thing tomorrow morning, and your guests are arriving that will need to use that closet. 
So if you be a strategic thinker, you're asking yourself if you're doing the right tasks at the right moment. And that means slowing down long enough to look at the environment around you before deciding what task to do first. So as you take a look around, you are home with the kids today with no childcare, at least until your husband gets home, right? So you have a decision to make, a strategic decision. You decide that while the kids are awake, you will organize the closet because that is an interruption-friendly task. And while they're sleeping, you will finish the onboarding process and send it off to your VA. Now, as simple as that example is, deciding which task is interruption-friendly and choosing to do that while the kids are awake, that is the way a strategic leader thinks. It's who they be. Now, if you were to take that same example with someone who did not embody strategic thinking, that result could be very different. It would be easy to feel the pressure of getting work done first because, hello, it's income producing, right? But if you've ever attempted to work on something that requires focus while small children are awake and running through your home, you may have, like I, experienced frustration, being annoyed that you cannot focus, and even dissatisfaction in your work. And yet, by making just one strategic decision in your day out of the thousands that you make every day, you now have become a leader that is strategic, meaning that you're probably in a better mood because you got both things done, the work task and the home task. And you may even lay your head on your pillow tonight and think, I'm doing it. I am moving the needle forward in my home and I am stewarding my business well. Now, if we apply this example to our goals, imagine ending every day that way. Laying your head on your pillow with the confidence that you are moving in the direction to your goal day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, which could have stemmed from that one simple strategic decision of asking, what is an interruption-friendly task I can do while the kids are awake? Imagine if you began thinking strategically in just two or three areas of your life what positive momentum would you see start to build? You may even start consistently reaching your goals more often because there is clarity. There is strategy about what to do when to reach your goals. Now, one more thought on being a strategic leader is being able to take a broad perspective. Now, did you know that leaders who have a broad perspective experience more innovation, increased understanding, and strengthened relationships. And by definition, innovation means a new idea, a new device, a new method. So if you be a strategic leader so you can do the correct tasks to have success in reaching your goals, part of that means cultivating methods or ideas that are new for your field. So let's see what that could look like played out. In your home, if you be a strategic leader, 
not just a leader who chases her goals, but you're taking a broad perspective, you lift your eyes up. You aren't just focused on the next 10 minutes. You are lifting your eyes up to look at now, but in your peripheral vision, you also have tomorrow, next week, and maybe even next month. So what what does that do? Why, why should we even do that? Because, for instance, you may start to take notice that in the mornings, getting out the door is stressful. You were aware of it before, right? But you were just living in it. It was just part of the morning chaos. It just felt normal. And now you're looking at the situation with a broad perspective, with strategy. And you come up with new ideas. You innovate things that could make the mornings easier. So you start trying them out. Instead of the kids asking 57 times each morning to fill up their water cups, you start setting out filled water cups the night before. Instead of looking through all the mail and the bills and all the paperwork and all the schoolwork that has to go back today, you begin preparing at night, the day before. Now, what would that look like in your work to innovate? To not just do things because that's the way they've always been done, but to start to take a broad perspective to your business and create new ideas that would support your goals. Maybe you look at learning how to repurpose your content. And instead of having your nose to the pavement of the daily grind and creating content for your customers, for your team, for your Instagram stories, for your reel, and for your blog, and the podcast that you never get around to, maybe... You learn to repurpose content by recording a Zoom on a topic that you're passionate about. And then you take that transcript and turn it into a blog. And from that blog, you pull a few juicy quotes to be quotes as an Instagram post. And then maybe you pull a few video clips to turn into reels about the topics that you're teaching. And then you take the meat of the Zoom transcript and it becomes your team training notes for next week's training. Now, what if you got an even broader perspective? And what if your virtual assistant did all of that for you? That is the power of being a strategic leader who innovates what to do in order to have her goals met. Now, because what can easily become the opposite of that, right? If we only focus on the girl, on the goals, Well, maybe we want to add X number of clients so we show up on social media and we have a list going of IG stories, posts in the Facebook group and when you remember, your email team newsletter. And then you watch Brock Johnson and he says, you need to post three to four times a day, which I love Brock. But by the end of day 22 of trying all of that, you throw your hands up in the air and you say, forget it. I can't do this. Dear friend, you have choices. You have choices here. So stick with me as we wrap up this thought. By becoming a strategic leader first, instead of focusing on the goal first, things can begin to flow with ease. So that is why we first talk about strategy. Because here in the Rhythm Reset, we believe that you can find a rhythm in your life when you leverage systems meaning you are strategically using systems in your life so you can live out your priorities and your values. And the last thing I want to touch on in these last two to three minutes 
about the 10 qualities that it takes to be a leader, we're going to zoom in on the quality of responsibility. Why? Because personal responsibility is being accountable for your own actions, including the strategies you set into motion in your life. Now, there is a book. If you have not read it before, I would encourage you to. It's called Extreme Ownership by Leif Babin and Jocko Willink. In this book, they teach the practice of owning everything in your world to an extreme degree. It means that you are responsible for not just the tasks which you directly control, but for all those that affect whether your mission is successful. In other words, uh, this might not be so great to hear, but if you don't reach your goal, that's on you. And if you reach your goal, that's also on you. So if you are becoming a strategic leader and you have innovation for new ideas, new concepts in your home and your business, and they don't work out as planned, you take full responsibility for that. This also means that the end of a goal or when it was slated to be completed and it wasn't met, you take time to reflect as you are accountable for what did and did not happen. I have found that so often when we don't meet our goals, we're often encouraged to just let go of the things we can't control, surrender our worries, and accept our limitations. When actually, accepting responsibility should be our first step. Nobody wants to admit they screwed up, whether it's because we're afraid of being wrong or we're afraid of how people will see us. Does that ever feel familiar? When we live and die by goals met or not met, it can feel shameful, you may feel guilty, or even embarrassed, especially if it's something that you put out on social media as a goal you were running for. Now, this often prevents us from taking responsibility when we should, and as a result, we fail to learn from or correct our mistakes. But when we take ownership, especially in difficult situations, we're forced to confront our behavior and initiate change. Meaning, we be a responsible leader so we can do the hard things that equip us to reach the goals we have set for our life. My friend, responsibility, it starts at the top. And for you, that may mean your family or your team, but It starts at the top and it starts with you, not with your goal, but with the person that you look at in the mirror every single day. How do you handle yourself under pressure? Do you rise to the occasion and work to find a solution or do you crumple in the face of conflict? Reacting appropriately in stressful situations is a struggle that every person faces And our response can define both our character as well as the outcome. When you take extreme ownership and you lead with extreme responsibility, you can give yourself a solid foundation to reach the goals that align with your priorities and your values. In closing, having this responsibility in our life, it is not always easy. It requires courage 
acceptance, and a realistic view of your life circumstances. And many times we must linger longer to realize some of those truths so we can continue to build the foundation of the woman that God has called us to be following the path that he has laid out for us. So instead of trying to fit your life into your goals, become the person that sets goals that align with your life, with your priorities, and with your values. I cannot wait to hear what you think about today's module and the questions that have come up. So be sure to use that Q&A link. You can insert questions in there 24-7. It is always open to you. I would love to answer your questions and celebrate the wins that you have had. I want to remind you that as a client of the Rhythm Reset here in this program, when you refer someone new that joins, you will get a $50 account credit. Like for real, we will credit back to your credit or your debit card $50. So just let me know that you sent them and we will get that taken care of right away. And with that, we have reached the end of module three. Remember that you, I, we are leaders. And leadership is a blend of character and strategy. People want what you have to offer, my friend, and now is not the time to back down. As we enter the online marketplace today, remember, we are others focused. We commit to challenge the norm. We provide excellence in the mundane and we go one more. We believe that character matters. We welcome the pivots and we know that profit is good, but profit used for good is better. As you go throughout your day, fear not. Look for the big mo, look for that momentum. And remember, we choose our family over our business. And as we say here in the South, y'all have a great day.